Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host of Financially Speaking and we here at the network uh, dedicate our our time and, and frankly our whole life to doing what we can to help other people in our particular area of expertise. And every Monday night we come together and we talk about financial stuff. And uh, most of that stuff is what we would really need to understand with our finances. So the everyday financial stuff um, for us, not having to understand our cousins and our neighbors and and all that complicated stuff we see on TV, because the reality is uh, most of us don't have to deal with several houses and six yachts and all that other stuff. So what we look at here on Monday nights is individual topics that are broken down and explained or hopefully taken some of the confusion out. And all the show topics come from people that have made suggestions to me or have asked me questions or during my day in my, uh, my day job as an advisor and a bookkeeper, um, the questions that I get asked a lot. So we try and break those down here. And if ever there's a, a question that you want answered or some piece of information you're confused about, please feel free to write in or call or contact us through our, our live chat room on Monday nights and I will cover that for you. And then we have these other nights where we're super lucky. And I like to think that everybody else is lucky because it's not just me that's talking. And I bring in these special guests. And last week, um, we had our first guest uh, who happened to be my brother and business partner. And we started off our small business uh, sessions that we're going to look at doing because the, the, the real truth of the matter is uh, the pandemic that we've, we're still are, finding ourselves in, frankly, um, has been super, super hard on small business. And small business, we talked about when we first kicked off our series, is, you know, businesses that have less than 100 employees, um, and probably the reality is less than 50 or 25. And that's what really makes up the family and small business category. And tonight, we have a guest on who is um, just a spectacular business lady and person in general. So I want to introduce Katina Critical. She is the owner of Ethos Rejuvenation Center in London, Ontario. And she has been in business for many, many years. And we're going to talk to her about that. And her particular business, we're going to talk a lot about because she is exactly the kind of business who could not uh, just keep her doors open because of the mandate with the government for the pandemic closure and 100% closing your business and how that affects you. And I'm going to just start right off saying if it wasn't for the fact that Katina had the experience and the ability that she has, uh, like so many other businesses do not and have not, her story would be significantly different. She was on a growth path and uh, direction changed sharply when the pandemic struck and she was forced to shut down. But uh, she has over the last year had to adapt her business operations, uh, including the way she does uh, how she treats her clients, how she sees her clients, the treatment she's allowed to offer and can offer. Um, she's going to talk about surviving and even revitalizing her business during a very difficult time. Uh, she is the heart and soul of Ethos Rejuvenation Center. She has a beautiful and phenomenal staff and uh, her clients adore her. Uh, 
Um, she has turned a passion for beauty into holistic, peaceful, and successful business and ethos. And uh, she, she truly approaches each client in a very personal way. And um, I'm just going to say on the side, it's always a little scary when you see Katina because she's so good at reading your skin. It's almost like you have a mind reader. And I've even sent uh, some very close friends and family and my staff over to see her. And they said, it's like she can read my mind when she sees my face and starts analyzing my skin. And it's very, very true. I have, I have witnessed it myself firsthand. It's very, very true. So she's a bit of a mind reader as well. Um, but uh, Katina has really, uh, really made a huge impact on the skin and body industry, if you will. And by doing that, you know, she's really infused a lot of her own person, her personal characteristics and into her staff as well. And she's able, believe it or not, she's one of the few people I've seen in business that can, can train people, if you will, to be passionate. And uh, with that, Katina, welcome to Financially Speaking. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Well, it's, it probably was underscored and underrated, quite honestly, from the stuff that people say about you. Um, and I'm super, super happy that we got you on because your business is one of the kinds of businesses that has been had a huge impact. So maybe share a little bit with uh, what you do, how long you've been doing it, um, and the different services you have. And then we'll talk about how much of a change your business has gone through in the last 12 months. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I started um, in 1997, and I was on Richmond Row for about 15 years. Then our lease came up. We couldn't buy the building, and the renewal process was difficult with our landlord. And we pivoted, and we had gone. We went to another location, um, a second location there for 10. And then I made the conscious decision to shift again. And um, in 19, sorry, yeah, I guess it was. Uh, 2019 uh, or 2018, the end of 2018, we moved to a larger location, um, probably four times the size of my last one. So it was quite the endeavor. And uh, a year and a half later, we have the pandemic. So it was uh, quite, um, quite the stressful situation for personal care services and businesses. Um, I started uh, with a passion for skincare and uh, also knowing that our skin has a memory and it's, you know, going back to a very holistic approach using also uh, medical devices um, to enhance what we already do. So it's, it's nothing new, but it was something that actually I, I really am passionate about um, not injecting and slicing cutting oh it's really enhancing your own beauty and where people look at you and go wow she looks fantastic but not fake um so it's your own natural beauty i i encourage your own cells we have technology that helps you know build on your own you know your own rejuvenation or your own restructuring so it's a hard thing to say what do i do it's really a very um holistic approach to skincare, looking at your environment, how you work, who you are, what's going on in your, um, with your health and well-being, um, and then fusing technologies into our treatments as well. So it's a combination of both. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, that's and and Katina's uh, clinic uh, is is beautiful, obviously, just like you would expect. And it's it really is a unique location. Um, and I know people come from all over Ontario. We're in Canada here, and Ontario specifically, they come from all over the province to see Katina. So getting her on the show is a real score for us because she is uh, she she's kind of a big deal in the skincare industry. Um, but I how I know Katina, you have a lot of passion for skincare, and I know it started at a very early age for you. Absolutely. Um, I my mom has had been sick most of my life, so she found that my hands made her feel better. So um, I started five years old, uh, just really doing massage and even movements that I shouldn't know at five years old, you know, and later on much, you know, 20 some odd years later, when I started going back into this industry, people would be like, oh, where did you train on, you know, shamanic healing or integrated energy work? And I hadn't had any formalized training. I just knew how to read the body and let the body tell me what's going on. And uh, so I started very young and it wasn't really the approach. I wasn't going into this industry at all. I you know, went to university, took psychology, visual arts, uh, was a travel agent at one point, uh, worked in banking, you know, so there was a plethora of things that I did in my twenties. And near the end of my, well, the end of my twenties, I really wasn't fulfilled with what I was doing. And it wasn't passionate. I was working in the bank and um, I wasn't passionate about it. And to be honest with you, you know, financially it was a good opportunity for me, but um, I wasn't in a place where I needed to have that job. I really needed to be passionate about what I was doing. So I kind of gave up everything and really dove into this industry, you know, and just never look, and I haven't looked back. It's been nine, been graduated in 1996 and opened in 1997 and, you know, marriage, two kids later, divorce, you know, uh, shifting in life. And I haven't looked back. I love this industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it shows for sure. Um, I do want, I'm going to ask you specifically about um, some of the treatments that you have, but I want to share real quick for people. Uh, because I'm a numbers person and people know that I'm, I'm usually a straight line and I saw Katina and I do a lot of driving for my practice. Cause I have a, a practice that um, has a lot of clients outside of my particular geography. And I was driving an awful lot and I saw Katina and she said, what's wrong with you? I said, Oh, just, and I'm, I usually don't have issues, but my sciatica, I never heard of this. I never had a problem, but I had this shooting pain down my legs and she's like, yeah, I can tell. She said, I want you to try this infrared that I have and I was like oh no no I'm fine I'm fine like I'll just it'll go away I'll will it away or whatever she's like nope you're gonna go in right now and you're gonna try it I said okay so because you don't say no to Katina <laughs> and I said okay and I went in and I was in there for about 30 minutes and I came back out and I was talking to her and I realized the pain hadn't been shooting down my leg and she said you're coming back in two days and you're coming back in two days after that and in three treatments I had no sciatic pain, but I got to tell you, I had been, and I'm not one to ever go to massage or Cairo or anything like that. And I got talked into doing that by my husband because I could not get out of bed. It was so painful. And when Katina saw me and she said this in three treatments, she had this pain completely gone. I was blown away. And I tell everybody I can, because it's to me, 
I like the math and the science behind it. And it was like a miracle. And Katina, you started the infrared program at your clinic, what, a year and a half ago, maybe? It was right, maybe Um, two years ago? Yeah. Almost two years. Actually, I did my first, I, I acquired the technology and I actually didn't launch it until I, I had uh, put a mass email out um, to about, ooh, about well, a thousand of my clients. And I just said, I need 10 volunteers to do a study to see if this technology works. And originally I got it for fat reduction because infrared is well known for reducing inflammation in the body. And what is fat is fat is inflammation. So um, I ended up with like 36 clients who volunteered. So I took them all, put them in different groups. Uh, You know, those who came once a week, those who would come um, two times a week and those who'd come three times a week. And so I miraculously, I was kind of looking for more um, fat reduction, but what I got was really pain and inflammation. People were like, uh, I couldn't walk and now I'm walking. Um, for me personally, I was using it for um, fat reduction and for, you know, um, uh, for the adipose tissue, reducing that. And I couldn't, I was paying chiropractors, physiotherapy, acupuncture. I think there was one more. Um, and I was paying almost $400 a month trying to get my arms back to normal and mobile without pain. So I was seeing reductions in inches. But then what I was explaining this to a client that all of a sudden I raised my arms up without and realized I wasn't in pain. And that was like, uh, uh-huh. so let's work on that piece. And so infrared technology is really, it's been around since the 19, like the turn of the century, the 19th century. And um, it was, it's a technology that's used all over the world. It's just, we in Canada are so behind. There's, you know, there's, um, I'm not going to go into the medical details because I'm not a medical doctor, but in parts of Europe and Asia, they're using it for fighting cancer. They're using it for pain management, neuropathy, um, reconnecting uh, the nerve endings again back into the system. Again, I'm not a medical doctor, but I've seen such amazing uh, relief uh, from, from, uh, from our clients. It's been amazing. Um, and I swear by it. I swear by it. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I do too. Um, and, and the technology is really simple. It's light therapy and it works very similar to what the sun does to the um, photosynthesis of the plant. We are, our version, I think it's a, oh my gosh, a, I get this always confused and my sons who've done biology were like, no mom, a, D, uh, APT, I think it's called. It's the production for the melanocytes, uh, sorry, the not melanocytes, it's for the mitochondria in the cells. It helps repair, heal, and uh, revitalize. It's food for them. So it's it's really magical how it works, but it works on so many different things in the body, you know, and people can YouTube it. It's really incredible. It's, it is truly amazing. And that is one of the things that Katina started um, really not too long before the pandemic first, first wave hit, if you will. Um, so we're gonna talk, we're gonna take our first break tonight and we come back, we're going to share, we'll ask Katina to share more with us about how she just launches this fantastic, life-changing, literally life-changing product and um, treatment. And then all of a sudden, we're in this situation where you're not allowed to have contact with people. So let's take our first break for tonight. 
we are we're here with Katina Criticos from Ethos Rejuvenation Center for the whole night. Um, don't go anywhere. She will answer questions. We'll definitely make sure you have contact information to get a hold of her because we will talk in, with her shifting of the business on how she can actually do some of her work virtually. So we'll talk to her a little bit about that. Um, you are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and I'm here with our very special guest, Katina Criticos from Ethos Rejuvenation Centre in London, Ontario, Canada. And before we went to break, we just were talking a little bit, started talking a little bit about uh, one of the new services that she had introduced just a uh, very few months tw- uh, before the pandemic had uh, turned into a pandemic and we were forced to make changes to the way we do business. So Katina, you had introduced the infrared and then probably what, six months or something like that. After that, you uh, got this notice that you got to shut down and can't even be open. What right. do you do? It, it, it was so scary actually, because we, you know, like the rest of the world, we really didn't know what we were dealing with. This was an invisible, enemy. Um, and we didn't know what we were dealing with and how serious um, the process was going to be. And not only did I have invested in the infrared technology, but I had two other devices that I've invested in and were, you know, your lease, you're paying your leases towards them and everything. Um, being in a brick and mortar type of business, 
the government took care of our staff. So we were lucky. They all went on to like EI, like almost everyone who had to close down. And don't forget at that point in time, I think everyone closed down and even restaurants and, and everything because we didn't really know what we were dealing with. And um, restaurants slowly opened up for takeout but our industry is personal care. So we're one-on-one -on -one with people in one room. Um, so that we, we couldn't do anything. It was a complete closing of the business, 100% close. So we couldn't see clients. So we couldn't, you know, forget hugging and handshaking. Um, we, couldn't, we couldn't touch their skin. We couldn't work on their bodies. We couldn't do laser hair removal. Um, we couldn't do any of our services. Um, and so, so we were left with a, a big question mark in, you know, in our industry. What happens with, you know, our rent, our utilities? Um, staff, of course, was taken care of, and that put a big load off my back. But then, what happens to me? I'm a sole earner in my family. Like a lot of women say, well, I'm, you know, single mom with two children or three or four or whatever. It's actually called sole earner. So it could be a man running his own business. It could be a woman running her own business. And they're the ones who are, their, their livelihood depends on their business doors being open and seeing people. We were at zero. And at that point, the government didn't put any, um, they, we just, we were forced to close. There was really no mandates yet for us. You know, our staff was being taken care of. We know they went on EI, but what happens to us as employers and business owners um, we were kind of left behind. We, we take the burden financially um, and the risks as well. And of course, this is my passion and I won't give it up for anything, but we weren't in a cushy government job. We weren't like, you know, um, in, in any kind of uh, position to make a living, you know, that was being taken away from us. And, um, and we weren't told at that time that we're gonna help you out. So there was, a, there was a bit of a panic, but I have an amazing financial advisor <laughs> who, um, who, who really helped me. I had luckily um, three months of savings uh, for emergency for my business and three months for, for home as well. Um, those, those were key for me to actually, I felt, you know, when the government at that time we believed in, when they said we're gonna close for two weeks, Two became four, four became six, six became eight. Next thing you know, my industry was closed for almost five and a half months. And you know, we, we did this calculation, um, I think a couple of weeks ago, and I really, the business itself has been open four months within a 12 month cycle. And two out of those four months, we were in green. So that means that we could do everything in our clinic that we, you know, possible. Uh, red and orange didn't allow us to do facials until now. There's like things, precautions, you know, that we did. So we had to learn to pivot really quickly. And that's the thing, the beauty of a small industry, we had to pivot, you know. And it's fair to say too, just to add on that, with with not just the shock and this the mandate of closing, because it wasn't an option, you also to reopen for some of those five, four months, there was a lot that now you've had no income because it's been closed and you personally, because you're self-employed don't qualify for the programs with, um, EI and so forth. Uh, you also were required to change your protocol, which required purchasing other equipment and, uh, 
just generally increasing your costs because of hand sanitizers and cleaning stations and stuff like that, correct? Absolutely. So our industry, first and foremost, when we go into this industry, the training that we get for um, universal health precautions, preventative, preventative, you know, um, uh, infection control and preventative uh, infections and and uh, and such um, are rigorous to begin with. So we were already doing everything we knew how to do. Um, Procuring masks, first of all, PPE um, was so difficult. I think after my my first four weeks of initial shock and depression, I think we all went into like depression, anxiety, because we really didn't know what this was. And um, we, I came into the clinic, I thought I can't do this anymore. I was like, you know, I was in a little hole at home and, you know, researching and doing everything I can to possibly, what do I do? What are the next steps to keep open? And at that point in time, the Ministry of uh, Middlesex Health Unit, which is our local health unit, and also um, the Ministry of Health in uh, of Ontario, the government of you know of Health in Canada, um, they really didn't have any protocols. Like they had nothing in place for us to even like uh, pivot to, to go to, to like catapult from. We had nothing. So I went back in and I sat here for by myself for hours on end, focusing and thinking, okay, so this is a virus, this is, so this is what needs to happen. And I was breaking down every single, I, you know, every single step and, uh, and procedure with, uh, within our business and creating a culture of it, as opposed to just, you know, I could have easily withered and stayed in bed all day long, which I did for about four weeks. And then I really shook myself out and like, I, I really, I came in here and I thought, okay, what more do I need to do to protect our, our staff, ourselves, our family, our clients, and our community? Because it's not just about us, you know, it's about all of us. And I think when you look at that, we all have to look at that perspective. Because if we all think, oh, I have to protect myself. Well, yeah, we have to, and, you know, and I'm, and I'm compromised. I have asthma and I have high blood pressure, you know, so... I have to protect myself when I when when I thought we were going to be ready. Did I put up? Um, I tried to procure uh, plexiglass, um, and at that time, plexiglass was in a shortage. So I had to wait like four months to try and get it. So I asked um, the supplier. I said, "Okay, so what's the next thing? Glass." So we custom made our reception area. We closed it off with glass, which was much more expensive than plexiglass. Uh, masks and PPE was so hard to purchase prior to, um, or should I say post like in between the pandemic, uh, throughout the pandemic, I was buying masks before COVID for $6.95 for 50. I started purchasing masks for $89 for 50 at one point, like in the beginning in uh, April, May, June, uh, they were the prices, we were being gouged. We were being gouged. If you can find the mask, if you can find the PPE. We already had autoclaves, we had disinfectants, we had gloves. These are all things that we had. Um, we had hospital grade um, disinfectant. These are things that we already had. So we didn't change a lot. Um, I started all of our clients, we pre-screened. There's check-in for our clients at this point. We hired a company to set up um, uh, 
uh, touchless uh, signing in, uh, temperature checks. Uh, oh, um, we got uh, purifiers in each room, disinfectants in each room, uh, new vacuum system, vacuum cleaner and, and power wash in the floors, uh, slippers, clients can bring in their own shoes. They had to like take them off like at the front. Um, so there was a 16 page manifesto. I called it the health and safety manifesto um, that I put together to help people. And it did, it cost thousands of dollars in the time where we didn't have it, you know, and many people say, oh, well, you got the 40 and then you got the other 20, but it's money that we have to pay back. We lost, you know, we lost um, so much. And at that time, the government uh, didn't put protocols in place for landlords um, to help. And our landlord chose not to be a part of, um, you know, COVID relief. Um, so I was paying my rent throughout, um, throughout the pandemic. So that's thousands upon thousands of dollars that just went away very quickly in my, in my savings account. So, but, but we have to pivot. Small business actually was very successful pivoting quickly. Hospitals, long-term care, um, schools even took a lot longer, but I think that small business, it's our livelihood. We came in, we came in fierce and we opened, you know, our doors safely. And that was my goal. That was my goal. And a, and a lot of people in your industry uh, did not make a successful reopen. And there's some places that uh, probably won't be reopening. Mm -hmm. And due to their inability, either their age, that they were in business and they could just, it was too soon, too much for them to handle, or they just didn't have that ability to be able to transition like you were able to. And that, that's one of the beauties of having the experience that you have uh, and knowing how your industry works too, especially your, your clinic in particular. I think it's important for small business when uh, very much so when, when people open a small business and then they start seeing finances, you know, more money in the account, then they start kind of going for a bigger car, better car, you know, trying yep. to keep the Joneses, then a bigger house, then, you know, all this, then they become kind of house poor and life poor, to be honest with you. So, you know, my kitchen needed renovations, 30 years old. Uh, I chose, I chose to like put money towards, um, you know, my emergency accounts and things like that. So there's, you know, even during the pandemic, we need a new fridge. I'm like going to wait until it's done, you know, like that is actually gone. We, we had to sacrifice. My children had to sacrifice. We went from two cars to one, you know, and, um, and sacrificing other things too in life where, you know, we, you know, for all of us, we don't travel. We don't, we haven't seen family and friends um, at all events. And, you know, um, I have godchildren in Montreal and Toronto. It's been almost two years since I've gone and seen them because I need to protect my business and my clients and my staff. So none of us, even my staff, we don't really venture out at this point um, because we know how crucial it is to, to kind of be, um, be mindful of this process, you know? Exactly, exactly. Uh, we are actually up to our second break of the night. Oh <laughs> I know it goes so fast. And you know what? There's just so much. It's so awesome to talk to you. Um, and I want to take our second break and then we come back. I want to talk a little bit about how you did do some changes and you did a lot of online stuff. So we'll share that too. So don't go anywhere. We're going to take our, our second break of the night. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And we will be right back. 
Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator, Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And we have a special guest with us tonight, Katina Criticos from Ethos Rejuvenation Center. And we've been talking about her, uh, the early years, and then the, uh, the kind of unique year, <laughs> and uh, how you, you did start to make some changes for sure in your clinic, and doing some stuff online. I know uh, I mentioned before that you have some, some, some of your uh, services you can do online, obviously. If you have to use the machines, you can't. But uh, some of the stuff that you were doing online, um, maybe just share a little bit about that and uh, how people can get a hold of you if they need you to do that. So you know, you were you were mentioning uh, earlier on in the in the um, in the interview that uh, um, I am able to to read. And I, you know, there is like this whole empathic, uh, this skin empath kind of in me. But I was doing a lot of like. Um, Vi uh, virtual consultations during the epidemic, the, the pandemic, um, and selling products. That was a big thing. That's kind of the only thing that that helped. Was it anywhere near what we needed? To, you know, no. Like, but but it's it was something to kind of help. You know, a little bit along the way. Um, so for me, I've set up a virtual consultation, and it was very successful. I would come in because I wouldn't do it from home. I and it was a way to get me to dress up again, to put makeup on, to like to do my hair. Because you know, at, at one point, you know, we weren't even taking care of ourselves. You know, and most of us, you know, and we know from the successful reopening, how many people, um, like how many people trusted us and. You know, our, our industry came back very, or our business in particular, came back very quickly. We 
we were, as soon as we were allowed to do facials and other treatments, we came back really quickly. So when we were closed, virtual, um, virtual uh, appointments were set up. So I did analysis of the skin. I was able to kind of go through, read people's skin. You know, and even to the point where I found that I was actually consoling clients for 45 minutes sometimes, um, just just doing therapy. People who've been with their kids for all day long, or or alone, in some cases alone. So um, just a, a friendly voice, sometimes connected. I didn't make money that way, but um, but for me, it was something that I needed also because. I am a people person. My my sons were hugging me every single day because I couldn't hug anybody. Um, it was it was such a um, a tough time for all of us. But in our industry, we pivoted very quickly, and there were things that you know when we were allowed to open on face red and orange uh, body care. That's one thing that we were allowed to do was body, and we did. I pivoted from facials focus to full body care, and that was a big. Uh, pivot for me. So I didn't just say, I'm going to close until we actually can do facials. It's 80% of our business. I was, my mindset was, let's bring clients back in and, um, you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens. And, you know, we, we were able to pivot very quickly with, uh, with our services. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Um, so I guess, where are you at now? Like, where do you see yourself going forward, like in the next, uh, hard to say this year, but in the next five years, let's say, are you still gonna be implementing the virtual? Are you gonna try and do more online? Uh, where do you see the, where do you see yourself going? The beauty of this industry is that it's forever evolving. That's one of the things I love, my staff love it too. Um, there's always something new coming out in the industry, something, a new technology, a new types of facial treatments. Um, I think the big thing is online for me that is it's definitely what has taught me is really focusing on an online store, um, online virtual consultations, connecting with people on, you know, I'm teaching people skincare um, because I, you know, I'm in my 50s, mid 50s, and there are still people who've never had facials before, don't know how to properly cleanse and tone and exfoliate, change their moisturizers, you know, every seasonal change, you know, there's things that come up. You know, we were able to pivot and even this year it took me, you know, we, we have um, research, like, you know, we have clients with like hearing disabilities and, you know, here we go. We have something that they can actually read our lips, you know, and so finding things, these tools and, you know, you know, we have goggles, we have masks, we have shields, um, you know, even for our facials when clients feel, um, that they're, you know, we use, we use the surgical uh, masks that we're supposed to use, but we've, you know, I've, I've spent countless of hours trying to find these and they're masks that we put on clients um, during facials because we're still in phase red and orange, but we're orange now. So we can now do facials. I, I try not to limit myself. So if I think that there's something out there that can help us and follow the protocols that we need to follow, um, I'm going to do it because people need us as much as we need them. You know, clients I've, I've seen, you know, nothing can, nothing, no virtual, no online store, no, nothing can replace the human contact of what we do. Um, so 
people can go on and on about like, you know, doing teaching seminars and that's, I'll do that for sure. I will be online. I will help out. I will have a store. Um, but nothing, nothing, especially what we found when we started coming back, um, we had clients, you know, breaking down in the rooms in tears. We did, we did. Like, I remember having, when we had our first meeting, when we all came back, um, I was like, okay, this is what you do. Masks on, uh, six feet apart, blah, blah. So before everyone came into the meeting, into our place, I had this and I was changing my shoes at the front. Staff was already here. And they were in a big, huge hug, crying, crying in each other's arms. We need this connection. We are human beings. We need the touch. We need the connection. We need, um, it's, it's, it's ironic that we have a governing body that says that we're not essential. Every business, every human on this planet with whatever you do, it's essential for someone, you know, for someone. It may not be to the politicians, um, but it is to someone. So it's, it's crucial. One thing it taught me too, especially most of us, when we started crying, we were like, we are not essential. It means like, it's almost erasing us off this planet, you know, this industry off this planet because personal care took it hard, took it hard. It's a business that needs people, needs touch, needs connection. And we are, we are beings that need to be connected. We need the community of each other and, and the care of each other, the nurturing of each other, especially women. Women don't get this, uh, this kind of taken care of. You know, we take care of everyone else, but we don't get taken care of by, by our husbands, our, our lovers, our friends, our, you know, our, our kids. We pay, women pay to be taken care of, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. That's actually very, uh, very true. Um, but you, you actually, that reminds me though, your clinic is, uh, I know stereotypically people think it's just all women that go to clinics. And in a lot of cases, there's a lot of clinics that just are, but you are very, uh, unique in the sense that you have a fairly decent, uh, male clientele as well. Don't you? Absolutely. Skin is universal. We all have it. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. Um, we all have it. The hair removal is big for men, uh, laser hair removal, uh, facials lately, body care, skin tightening for me. Men are really, um, it's funny. I have two boys, two males, like they're teens actually, they're no longer boys. I wouldn't want them to go into some, you know, a place of business and be turned away because they're male. I had decided back in 1997 that my clinic was going to be open to all, to all people. And it's been very successful, especially this is not a pretty place. Um, it's not, it's very, um, artistic and creative, but there's nowhere that says, you know, I'm only for females here. It really is a space that welcomes both men and women. And we've been fortunate enough to have about 21 to 22% of our clients are men and women bring them in. Um, always women bring them in. Um, they bring their young, you know, young sons with teen acne. They bring in their husbands with a hairy back. You know, um, they bring their husbands that have like really bad, you know, blackheads and they can't get them. So women really are incredible. But now what I've what I've seen the trend, the newest trend since the pandemic, um, 
is men are making these appointments. They're Googling us, they're looking for us, they're looking for these services, and they're coming in without the wives, the girlfriends, the moms, you know, the relatives. So it's really amazing to see the shift in male consciousness. It really is. Yeah, I, I have to share a, a quick story with you. I had sent uh, a friend of mine and her, her daughter, they had, her daughter had been, and she's a teenager, and she told me they, she, she came over to see you first. Mm-hmm. And after she saw you, she called me and told me they had spent a fortune over the last five to eight years on her skin. And they tried every product, every service, every place you could possibly. And they, they did a lot of traveling for, and actually were stationed in different parts of the world. And they tried everything in all, every country they were in. And one facial with you, she came over and you had analyzed her skin, the daughter. And uh, I, I'm going to say it was like, a because Katina, you do custom stuff, I'm going to say, because you make it specific for someone, not one size fits all. And one facial with her, she was ecstatic. She was beside herself. And her mom said to me, she goes, I had no idea that one facial could make that big of a difference. It's never happened. And her husband, the father of the daughter, he, wa- he was scheduled to come over and see you. And literally just before that is when you were shut down. And so he's coming after, but uh, he was, they were so impressed. And uh, it's, 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 remarkable because I don't think people understand, you know, they'll, they'll see you and they'll talk to you and they're like, Oh yeah, you know, she does a nice job in her clinic. It's literally life-changing. And what you did for that teenager that she had been, because I've heard you talk about, and I don't hear anybody else talk about, to be honest, in other areas in your industry, it's not just about being beautiful. It's about the confidence and it's about the feeling of um, worthiness. And it's incredible how, um, much pressure people put on themselves because of how they look. And that's the stuff that you have helped and worked with people on and specifically this one girl that I know. So I had to share that story because I know you have tons and tons of them, but I get, for me, for the stories to come back to me, usually they just want to talk to me about money, but uh, they had to tell me about how great their experience was with you, which I was super grateful they did because I know how great you are and I've seen your work, but to have somebody go out of their way to tell me about it was pretty cool. You know what's really, I'm, we're so honored and grateful to be taking care of people. We don't see you as a dollar sign. We see you as a human being who we want to help. And you're right, like earlier you mentioned, I, I've chosen the staff in here um, because they are passionate. They want to help. That is why we took it so serious during the pandemic and post-care and like post-pandemic well we're not even post yet but like um safety and health is important but what we do is very different we customize every single treatment for clients um we are constantly shifting i have 200 treatments you know uh or products in our cabine um which we pull from so if you pay for this facial you sometimes know we have to shift it because your skin needs this and we're customizing it for you. And, and that's the difference. Having a good product line, good devices, medical devices, also healing hands um, make the world of difference. And every single person is an individual coming in and we are customizing it based on your, you know, you have to look at the environment that you live in. 
your hormonal activity, your stress levels, because that affects your skin, um, your diet. What are you taking? What medications are you taking? We look at everything as a whole when we're analyzing. And I do do, when I do an analysis, I do do what's called, um, uh, well, it, it used to be called oriental diagnosis, but now we're calling it like, it's an ancient diagnosis of the skin. It's road mapping the skin. And I was one of the first to do that in London. I had taken, right after I graduated in 1996, I also took a course on um, just on how, how the Chinese, diagnosed skin in the ancient times and not only the ancient Greeks and the Ayurvedic and the you know um there was there's so much history that we know has you know we've that's come to fruition here so I use all of those techniques I use everything it's not just one cookie cutter method that's exactly true and uh, that's one of the things that always amazes me and impresses me at the same time and kind of scares me because I think oh my gosh how can you do that uh, because it's, 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 it's not just that, I mean, I, for me, what I do, I mean, I'm looking at people's money, money has no feelings, money doesn't love you, doesn't not love you, doesn't have any feelings for you at all, right? So I can look at it and I can say, here's, here's money, put it here, move it there, um, you know, add and subtract how we do it. Um, it's very personal, but money itself has no feelings. So I'm not worried about hurting money's feelings if I don't put it someplace but you are actually dealing with people's, um, their, their whole self-worth, quite frankly, because you can see, you can't see their money. Like unless they're carrying around opening up their wallet, you can't see what they have, but they can definitely, you can see their skin. Right. And, and, and what we're seeing now, especially the trend is, um, it's the confidence that's being built. I yeah. like, um, my whole logo is be your own kind of beautiful. It's not about, you know, and, and beauty is from within first. If yeah. you're not a good and happy, radiant being from the inside, your skin's also going to reflect that. Um, it's really beauty from within, health from within, radiance from within. And then what we do is we just clean up all of the, the other stuff. And, and yeah, I love, I, I love, it is, you know, when we see people shifting and changing in one treatment it's like we're like it's a kid in a candy store kind of scenario we're like so excited you know and and we're probably more excited than the clients themselves like it's so funny because my staff come up and they're like you've got to see their skin and I and I literally pull out of my own clients sometimes just to see the other person's skin and that they're crying some of them are crying they're like my skin's never looked so good you know and and we focus we have some teens who have severe hormonal influxes in their body. And I would be the first, you know, they've gone to doctor after doctor for their acne. And I'm like, have you thought of doing a blood work to see if your hormone levels are good? And their doctors never, never approach that. Or when we see lots of hair and acne combination, it's, you know, it's a thyroid, it's, you know, it's a hormonal imbalance, female hormones imbalance specific, like we have um, polyovarian cystic syndrome. And it's incredible that I have to be the one to tell the clients, go and get your hormones checked, you know? And, and when we do, we find out, okay, now, okay, so this is what's, so this is how we treat you if this is what it is. And so it's really incredible that um, we, we're, we have that and we're so blessed. And um, I, my industry is very, um, it's a very funny industry because it's all about beauty. 
and it's a beauty. I call it the fake enhancements, the injectables, the machines, this and that. What I use, the machines and the devices that we have, yes, medically graded, amazing machines, amazing technology, but they're using your own collagen, your own elastin fibers, your own your own cell's ability, your own DNA's ability to heal itself. You know, so so when we're looking at acne, we have, you know, the IPLs, which help the skin reduce uh, redness and you know, bacteria. Then we also have firming, toning, tightening. We can do sun damage, but we're using your own DNA's ability to survive and thrive. You know, so that's what I love about this industry. I really do. Oh, and, and that is perfect for um, me asking you before we, because we're getting close to the end of our time, believe it or not. And uh, don't tell the producer, but we kind of blew through the last break. So <laughs> um, Kim, we won't tell Kim till later. She likes you doesn't know. <laughs> um, how can people get a hold of you? Because I don't want to forget to get that out there. So if someone's listening or someone's watching and they're like, I need to talk to her and either confidentially or whatever, uh, how do they get a hold of you? Okay, so our, I'm going to leave a couple of different avenues here. One is to um, to email us. It's info at ethosskincare.com. Um, personal is katina at ethosskincare.com. Uh, phone number is 519-619-9189. That's actually our texting number. Uh, sorry. Our phone number in the clinic is 519-601-8881. Also, if your guests would like to download um, via text, I'll give you the number. It's 1-88-210-6509. If they text ethos, E-T-H-O-S, they will get a whole bunch of coupons for our clinic as well that they can use. So um, Very yeah. cool. So it's 1-88-210-6509. So the number just got, just got changed. It was simple number earlier, but so one triple eight two ten sixty five zero nine ethos E-T-H-O-S, and then you get all these wonderful coupons to use. So if you sign up for the rewards, um, you'll be able to see all of our promotions that we have and, you know, and, and everything as well. So, yeah. That's fantastic. So I encourage anyone who's watching either and listening either live or when we uh, broadcast in our podcast locations, which is over 200 platforms now, please reach out to Katina. Uh, I want, we're out of time, but I want to thank you so much for joining us and I hope to have you back again and we will definitely catch up on what's new in the industry and how things are going for you. And I'm so grateful that you joined me tonight. Next week, we're going to carry on with our series on small business and how they are very, very, very important to our market and our economy. So join us again on Monday nights right here on the Inspired Choices Network and... Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.